This week, truth and transformation is in the air. You're here to restore your roar. You're going to let yourself shine, step into being the ruler of your own life and embrace that main character energy as you ignite your own cosmic revolution. Welcome to Cosmic Rx Radio, a podcast that gives you real-life tools of spiritual empowerment and pure hype. I'm your host and intuitive guide, Maddie Murphy. I'll be serving up your weekly energy readings, cosmic boss interviews, and astro inspiration. Are you ready to love yourself more, manifest your dream life, and own your magic? Let's jump in. Hello there, you cosmic cutie. You cosmic baddie, it's Maddie Murphy with your weekly energy report. And we have a straight up cosmic revolution energy in the air. What do I mean by that? I'm gonna get into it. You just hang tight, okay? Just sit right there. If you're new here, hi, I'm Maddie Murphy, your messy but mystical cosmic consultant. And I'm here to just give you the rundown what's happening in the cosmos, in the stars, in the planets, with the luminaries up above so you can understand how it affects you here, so below on Earth and within you. This is to help you. This is to help you harness this energy. Be aware of it. We're just all about being prepared here with the planets. And I'm going to talk about some of the big transits we have going on as we go into Leo season, what this means for us. We have some full moon. We have a double full moon in Aquarius this year. So if you're an Aquarius, sun, moon, or rising, get ready. Some big changes happening for you. And I'm also going to give you the emotional weather report. That's just your quick moon report for the week ahead so you can tend to your inner world and understand what's going on, and how to best take care of you. Before I get into all of that, I always got to do my announcements. I really want to thank you all. We have crossed a milestone. We are here. We have arrived in a new place. We have hit 50,000 plus downloads, which I believe is a very big deal. And I would not have gotten there without you, obviously. But truly, to get there in you know, four months time. Um, I only think in like Zodiac season. So I'm like, since Aries season, when we started middle of March, it's amazing. That's crazy. I mean, I never, ever, 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 ever would have expected that. So thank you. It's so fun to have all of you here. Thank you for listening. Thank you for writing in. Thank you for sharing this with your friends, families, with your witchy weirdos and your mystic misfits. It makes me so excited. And also, we've been in the top 50 of the spirituality podcast, I believe, in the US for a while. I don't know all the charts off the top of my head, and I know we have a lot of international cosmic baddies here, but your girl is just shooketh. She is humbled by this. She is a little teary. I'm just beyond, so thank you. Keep those ratings and reviews coming. We're going to pick our cancer season winner this week. So get your rating and review in. Make sure to keep your Instagram handle in the review so I can come find you to hopefully be the winner of a one-on-one reading with me. Other announcements. Our Oracle deck is live on our website. 
It's called Notes from Your Higher Self because we here at Cosmic Rx believe that your higher self knows exactly who you are and what you're here to do, all right, and how to align with that. These are the cards that help. We love all Oracle cards, but after using them for years, I was like, I feel like I love the goddess cards. I love the angel and then the animal cards and the butterfly mermaid cards. But I was like, I need some, first of all, real talk because sometimes the Oracle cards are a little fluffy and sometimes spiritual advice is given a little eye vibe, you know, smack down to yourself or a little like keeping it raw. So I was looking for that. And I also just kept thinking with every person I read for, I mean, now like thousands of people that I've sat with, they know, they know like somewhere deep inside of them, they have wisdom. They just need to tap back into that, into that higher self place, which is the version of you that doesn't know resistance, that just has flow energy, again, activated with purpose, radiates all those things, joy, abundance, compassion, love, expansion. It's just about how to get into that vibration. And that's what this deck helps you do. We have a whopping hundred cards in the deck because again, your girl, Virgo, I got a lot to say. I also like variety. I pull cards once a day. So I need a deck that can keep up with me and make sure I'm getting the full gamut, the full spectrum of messages I'm here to get. So it is limited edition. If you're interested, check it out on our website. Again, we appreciate all of your support. We are a very small company and everything that you buy from us, download every course you join, every community membership you buy, we do a happy dance. We appreciate it. We are a small business. We are femme owned, operated, run. We are trying to just live in the cosmic vibration of helping you all step into your power to ignite this revolution that we need. So when you buy something from us, I just want you to know, we really appreciate it. (laughs) So check that out. We'll put it in the show notes. And if you want to see them, you can head over to our YouTube channel, Cosmic Rx channel, Cosmic Rx YouTube, and you can see those decks in motion. Uh, We're posting a free reading for your sun and rising sign to tap into more confidence. If you want to like give them a little test drive, see how you like them, if they're resonating. So that's that. Those are my announcements. Like I said, we do our rapid fire recap here. We talk about if astrology isn't real, then why do all these things happen? in the past week of current events and pop culture that completely line up with astrology. And then we talk about the moon report. That's your inner emotional. This is you, baby. This is how to take care of you. Soul-centered, stellar self-care. And then I'm going to get into your planetary planning. I don't break down every astrology transit. One, I try and keep these 30 minutes or under. Obviously, some of them have been 39 minutes. And I also try to keep this like high level. Us astrology nerds, it is very tempting for us just to get into the nitty gritty, into the nerdy. And I know we can lose a lot of people then. So we're keeping it high level, high vibe, right? All right, let's jump into it. Why, oh, why? Oh, I, I don't even know where to start with this, the astrology. But we have to just comment on WTF was happening this week with these freaking billionaires going out into space in their swinging their big dick contest energy. 
and trying to invade space and just bring their bullshit there instead of taking care of the people. This to me was very Saturn square Uranus. Let me backtrack of why this felt so Saturn square Uranus to me. You know, one, Jeff Bezos' birth chart is just like any astrologer would look at it and be like, yep, of course, mm-hmm, of course he would do that. He's in his second Saturn return. So he's looking for his next thrill, his next adventure. Second Saturn return can definitely be that kind of midlife crisis energy. So you're looking to overcompensate. I love someone posted a meme how, you know, Jeff Bezos' ex-wife donated a ton of money to, you know what? I'm rewinding. I'm watching my language. That was very internalized misogyny, internalized patriarchy of me to identify Mackenzie motherfucking Scott as Jeff Bezos' ex-wife because she is so much more than that. She is a philanthropist, but there is the meme that she donated her money, I think 20 to $50 million to HBCUs while her ex-husband, Mackenzie Scott's ex-husband, Jeff Bezos, pretended to be an astronaut in his big dildo in the sky and someone put Mackenzie Scott donating her money while her ex cosplays being an astronaut definitively proves that girls go to college to get more knowledge and boys go to Jupiter to get more stupider. And I'm sure Jupiter Sky Daddy would be insulted by that. But it just LOL made me laugh. But also thinking about Bezos going through the second Saturn return, he has all this Capricorn in his chart, Sun, Mercury, Mars, Midheaven, and then he has this like vision, creativity, needs to travel, Aries rising, Sag Moon in his ninth house. Uh, this feeling, I think he has a story that he's this like American rugged pioneer of business. And so then he has his Saturns in Aquarius. How he does his work in the world is Aquarius, having to do with technology and progress and digital revolutions and outer space and all of that. So it's no wonder that he felt like, hmm, I could pay my people a fair wage or fly in a giant cock up into outer space, pardon my language, um, and, and flex on that energy with like Dick Branson and everything. Zooming out, why this is interesting for if astrology isn't real. If you've been here for a while, you've heard me talking. Saturn Square Uranus is one of the three major transits of the year. And it's just forcing us to change things in our lives. It's forcing us to change things in the collective. It's whatever we had an aha moment during COVID, during 2020. Now it's like, okay, let's make a change. We're not going back the way we came, but there's this push-pull from the old way of being and with this new wave of progress and people who want it to be different. I saw on TikTok a bunch of people posting videos of I think Tucker Carlson or someone from Fox News. I make it a point to kind of keep their name and energy out of my mouth, mind, and space, but it was one of them and they were literally going on and on about how ridiculous these billionaires are. And I was like, what? What is this? They were saying that, yeah, all these people who made money during COVID and benefited off of us being at home and 
they just got richer and richer. There should be a COVID fee they have to pay. And I was like, oh, like like ta- taxes? Is that what you're trying to say? Is that the word you're trying to say? And what's interesting to me is that this year of 2021, some of the Saturn square Uranus is such ridiculous things. It's like shaking us to the core and being like, we're going to keep showing you how these structures, these foundations you built, um, especially like the US, this country, this society on, they're not working anymore. And we're just going to keep hitting them until we do something different. This is going to be about you know climate change, infrastructure, money, real estate, stock markets, the, uh, how we deal with our food and supply chain management, and again, how we treat workers in America, people, and basically anyone besides billionaires. I'm laughing with the Fox News people because it's like they finally caught up. I mean, there's so many things they're behind on, but it was like, yeah, when people are talking about like tax billionaires and tax the rich. We're not talking about your neighbor who like finally was able to buy a nice car like that. Okay. You work hard for that. Okay. But we're talking about like these bajillionaires. We can't even wrap our mind around it. Hearing almost the whole internet being on the side of like, this is fucking gone too far now. You're literally rubbing your big swinging dick energy in our face as you fly up in a spaceship just to do it. While, you know, we're experiencing record numbers of unemployment, of people without housing, of just struggling small businesses having to close down. So, yeah, they felt very sad and square, Uranus. Unhappier sad and square, Uranus moments is I saw Texas took away a study about Martin Luther King and Native American history in school. And I'm like, Texas, honey, you guys need an astrologer. You're going the wrong way. That's going to hurt. Ouch, ouch. You're going off track. The message right now is like evolve or die. So I need us all to evolve and figure out what are the things that we are scared to look at within ourselves or change about ourselves to move on and figure that shit out because we're not going back. Okay. So Texas, I love you. I have so many of my dear friends in Texas. So I don't mean you personally. I mean like the policymakers and legislators there. Talk to an astrologer, okay? And there's so many more things I'm going to say. I'm going to keep my, if astrology is real, just to that, because that was such a defining Saturn's way you're honest moment to me. There's a lot of other weird like weather things that happened again this week. There was like a tornado in Jersey Philly area, I think my husband was saying, and he's like, I've never seen that before. And I was like, yes, this is what we're saying this year. These things are just happening for us to be like, hello, start paying attention. Climate change. It is real. People who are trying to ignore all this before 2020, it's just there. It's smack dab in front of our face, the the flaws and the the weaknesses in and the actual toxicity in a lot of our structures and systems. So let's switch over to the moon report, shall we? How are we feeling? How's our inner self? Who wants to talk about the moon? And if you're new here or you just need a reminder, the moon is like our compass our understanding of what's happening in our inner world. The moon affects water. It affects our emotions. So the moon changes every two and a half days. So we experience a lot throughout the month. And especially if you're very tied to the moon, if you're very empathic, intuitive, if you have a lot of cancer in your chart, you're going to feel this um, more so. And once you start paying attention, 
it makes sense. And we do this so we can understand how to work with our energy in phases and cycles. We're not machines. We're not computers. We're not robots. We're just not meant to feel the same level of energy. We're not meant to feel the same emotions every day. And working with the moon helped me put that all into so much more context and to allow myself to uh, have more clarity and most importantly, more self-compassion. So without further ado, let's talk about the moon. The day this podcast is released on Friday the 23rd, we're going to have a moon in Aquarius and it's a full moon, baby. So enjoy that full moon. So I'm going to get into it in the planetary planning, but it brings everything up to the surface. It's the end of a six month cycle and it's all about completion. So full moon, it's in the sign of Aquarius, but I do just want to warn you, emotions can be heightened, but they're teaching you something. Something's coming up so you can heal it, feel it, reveal it, and let it guide you towards your next truth. Aquarius moon days in general are, especially for a full moon, I'm going to say use those days to think about your vision. Where do you want to go? Where are you headed? Um, Maybe you've, you know, sidelined some of your ideals, dreams, visions with like, you know, just gets caught up in the mundane in the day to day. It's totally natural, but this is a good time to like plug back in. And Aquarius moon also is a great time to like take inventory of people around you friends, groups, communities? Is everyone in line with you? Do you need to check in with someone? And Aquarius moon days, let your freak flag fly, honey. Aquarius is the independent, innovative, rebellious, revolutionary of the Zodiac. So let your weird out, okay? Let your other weirdos in your beam, in your, like, what would you call that? In your field, find you, all right? So that goes, that's full moon energy. If you're busy, tired, you whatever, you missed it, you overslept on the 23rd, Friday, you can work with full moon energy up to three days later. So then we have that goes through Saturday, Sunday, late in the evening into the 26th and 27th, we have moon and Pisces days. Now moon and Pisces days, especially after that visioning of the Aquarius moon, I would use these days to connect into yourself on a spiritual level, okay? This is a great way, a great time to do emotional healing, to do art therapy, to do creative work, uh, pull some tarot cards, pay attention to your dreams these days. I would pay attention to symbol, Pisces moon days, like the spirit talks to us through music and symbols and synchronicities. I would just make time to soak up nothingness. (laughs) Pisces moons, that's me. We are very busy when we're doing nothing because we're constantly like daydreaming, meandering, soaking up things, escaping the imagination, uh, napping. So on these days, create wide open, like unscheduled time. Your RX is to like dilly dally and daydream. It's very restorative. And especially after the full moon, things might be going your way, like little signs and symbols and nudges of like what to do next or, or a little insight on that. And then we have on Wednesday, the 28th, early in the morning, and going through the 29th, the 30th, the afternoon, the 30th, we have Aries moon. So let's say Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Aries moon days. This is a great day to take action on something, okay? This is 
we might feel like, okay, we visioned, we had the dilly-dally time, now I'm ready to go, I'm ready to do something. We're motivated, okay? These are days that I usually find myself, if I'm putting something off, Aries moon days, I'm just like, let's just get it done. Also, follow your gut instincts, follow those like impulsive flashes, Aries moons, they're like impulses speak to them as a form of intuition. Looking out for short tempers, feeling emotionally on edge. You might need to have some time alone on Aries moon days. Aries is the sign of the eye. So just thinking about that. Um, Great day to do like also something to burn off steam, some sort of cardio or hit or uh, kickboxing or something. Feels good. Aries moon days. Then we have, oh wait, hold on, that brings us to the end. (laughs) I get so excited. I'm like, let's just talk about the next moon. So that's it. That's your moon report. A little side note about working with the moon. If you're new to astrology, it's overwhelming. I get it. I've been there. I still get overwhelmed by it. Who am I kidding? Working with the moon, it's like a microcosm. It's like a cheat sheet to understanding astrology because the moon transits all of these signs in a month. The moon like says hi to all the signs, like a mama checking in on everyone. And then we get to experience what those signs feel like, how they feel in our chart. How do we relate to these different signs? Um, The moon moves through every wheel, every house rather in the wheel of your chart. So tracking the moon helps you understand not only how you feel and giving you context for that, but it might help you understand like the flavor and the nuance and the personality of the different planets, the different zodiac signs, and just transits in general. Okay. So anyway, that's just my little side note because I know we have a lot of aspiring astro nerds or like full on cosmic witches listening to this. And that just helped me a lot when I was starting off. Let's talk about this week. Okay, the big things, the headline news that I want you to pay attention to is we have an Aquarius full moon Friday in one degree Aquarius, and it is the first Aquarius full moon. You heard that right. There's two back-to-back Aquarius full moons this year, which is basically just a heads up, red light, big alert from the universe. Pay attention. Something is happening now. So that's happening. And then, of course, the sun is entering Leo. Um, We also have Mercury is entering Leo, which is so fun. And Jupiter, our big sky daddy planet of expansion, abundance, faith, is moving back into Aquarius, where it had been for most of 2021 before May 14th. That was another if astrology isn't real moment. Someone tweeted out this graph and this guy contact oh sorry it was a woman amber schmidtke said without a doubt may 13th was a turning point in the pandemic and someone i think chris brendan the astrologer was like oh you mean the day jupiter moved into pisces because we had talked about that here may 14th to july 28th jupiter was in pisces look back on whatever happened in your life during that time see where pisces is in your chart See where you might have gotten a sneak preview of some new beginnings that might be coming in 2022, some new maybe abundance that's coming your way, opportunities, something in the realm of creativity, healing specifically. So just looking at that and feeling that. And if you have Aquarius in your chart, Jupiter is moving back into Aquarius. So you're going to feel all lit up again. Enjoy. Enjoy that expansion. Speaking of Aquarius, we have this Aquarius full moon. 
just a review, full moon, what happens? It's the ending of a six-month cycle. So I want you to look back in your life, what was going on February 11th. So that's Feb 11th, 2021. Where were you? What was happening? Look back at your photos, your social media, your emails, your texts. Uh, if you keep a moon journal, great, love that. So proud of you. So see what's coming into full bloom. What was an intention then? Now remember, there's two Aquarius full moons. So the thing you set an intention then on, the new moon in Aquarius is very important this year because we had the great conjunction in Aquarius in December. We're moving into this next like 20 year cycle that's very influenced by Aquarius. So the universe is like, hey, heads up, set that new moon intention, but it's going to be a big one. It's going to go deeper and wider and then maybe even some of your other new moon intentions. So it's going to need a little extra work. It's going to need two full moons to come full bloom. So I want you to think about where you were then, what's coming to closure, what's being illuminated, what's being integrated, what's the new understanding that you've stepped into since then something's happening, a new idea, a new path. I know a lot of you, new, 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 everyone I'm talking to, it's just like new way of being. If you're paying attention, you're doing something new, but we're all operating a little bit without a map right now. So Aquarius is like, that's cool. We're here to do the visionary thing and like trust the vision and, and build the map as we go. This full moon in one degree Aquarius is starting to give you a glimpse of the truth starting to give you a glimpse of something coming up that's going to help you move through. You've been feeling a certain emotion or a certain sticky spot has been coming up a lot, you know, with you or a partner or at your job. Pay attention. This is teaching you something. Uh, truth is being brought up to the surface to help in your transformation. Every full moon is opposite signs. So that's Leo sun, Aquarius moon, and this opposite energy helps us manifest. It helps us sit in this space of like this polar energy and hold these two truths at once in our life and like release whatever is not serving us and to understand the thread that combines these two opposite energies and how like we are full as humans. We are paradoxical. We are multi-dimensional beings. We're not one way. We're not always, you know, Aquarius is very into the me. I'm sorry, into the we. Aquarius is very quirky and visionary and loves being around people and loves uh, visioning and is very rebellious. And then Leo energy is very heart-centered and very playful and more thinking about the me and wanting to perform and uh, create from the heart. And like, you can be both of those things. You could be innovative and creative. You can be analytical from the head and you could be in that feeling space from the heart. We're not one thing as humans. And that's one of our big issues in our societies. We try and fit people into like one box, right? Full moons are really a celebration of so many things, but one of them is the fullness of who we are and how we can hold what seems like opposite energy, but they actually like work together. So the opposite energy, I just talked about it a little bit with Leo and Aquarius, the common thread between that is authenticity, is being authentic. Aquarius is that take me as I am, marching to the beat of my own drum, being a rebel with a cause, like authenticity or nothing. And Leo is that same way, but wanting to be authentic as a form of self-love, authentic, as a form of living by your heart's truth, 
standing tall in that truth and like radiating this ease, this confidence, this courage, shining your light. We want to tap into both of that, okay? Think about where we are. I shared with my Cosmic Fit Club the question, you know, right now it was around truth and transformation. What is your truth? These are fixed energies. Leo and Aquarius, there's no budging. They are like fixed signs are in the season. Like they hold down the season. I'm a mutable sign. I'm Virgo. Virgo is when we're going from summer to fall. It's kind of like two things at once. Cardinal signs, that's your Aries or Libra, Capricorn, Cancer. That starts the season. It's the initiating into the next season. Fixed energy is like we're here. We're in the thick of it. To quote TikTok, we're into the thick of it of Leo season. So what is the thing that's fixed in us, that's truth um, that we won't budge on? How can we also allow others to be in their truth, of course, honoring that, but just what's blocking us? Maybe what's the thing that's coming up that's like, that's not part of our truth anymore. Maybe it was at some point, maybe it never was, but like, how can I look at that and begin to shift my mindset? How can I look up and higher out of that? How can I tune into my heart, but also my higher vision? and get ready for what I'm manifesting at the next Aquarius full moon. Okay, so we're paying attention. There's two of those. The next one, oh my God, is the Aquarius full moon in the anoretic degree, the 29th degree, which just means there's a huge sense of urgency. The 29th degree is a very karmic degree in astrology. So own it, okay? This is helping us. We're getting this double shot of lunar love from the Aquarius full moon to tap into our inner visionaries, our disruptors, to tap into that cosmic change maker, cosmic revolution. That is the Aquarius archetype, the revolutionary, okay? And we are here to double down on that. So this is the universe telling you, let go of the conventional, let go of the way things were, step out of your comfort zone and step into your cosmic zone, okay? Do it, all right? We are doing it. We are doing it. Simultaneously, as that's happening, we have the sun enters Leo. Technically, that's today. I didn't talk about it last week on the podcast because, like, there's just too much to talk about with sun entering Leo and the full moon. So, as of today, the 22nd, the sun moves into Leo. Tomorrow is the 23rd. That's when we have the full moon. And Leo season, I'm so excited to dig into our cosmic RXs, but I want us all to feel. It's like a solar panel, solar, like S-O-L, but also S-O-U-L. We all feel a charge of energy during Leo season because the sun is in its home element. So when the sun is in the sign of the sun, Leo, we all get a little boost. We all get a little, ooh, yeah, like owning our light. We all feel a little bit of warmth. We all feel ourselves maybe come out, um, learn something new about ourselves. That's why Leo season is generally pretty fun, hot, and sexy. Um, You know, things we want to look out for, obviously, is drama for drama's sake. We want to look out for where we're being prideful or stubborn during this time. A theme that's coming up a lot for me is going to be like heart healing. So that's inner child healing. That's mother-father healing. Leo rules the heart and the spine. So it's like, what does your heart need from you? And we're going to talk a lot about it in the Cosmic RXs, but a lot of Leo season is connecting into your inner child's joy and that playfulness and that wonder and how you can reclaim that and see how the world shifts around you 
when you sit in that place and when you embody that archetypal energy. It's also king, queen, queen energy. It's a very regal energy. So I want you to hold your head high, like you're balancing that damn crown on it. And I want you to just own yourself, okay? We're going to be doing some hashtags. I want to see some of your, you know, sexy selfies. I want to see yourself owning your radiance. I want to see your most confident, like sexy on that energetic level. I'm not talking about like having perfect bodies or the perfect outfit or the spray tans, or the cool nails, that stuff's all amazing. But it's just more about that like energetic confidence from knowing exactly who you are and being in with like unfuck with the bull vibration of like, I am a damn sovereign being you're welcome. Like I am on my throne and I am just living for my truth, living in my truth. Um, when you're connected to your truth, it's very hard for people to tell you who you are or make you doubt yourself or make you feel like you're not pretty enough or thin enough or successful enough or smart enough because you're just so locked in to you, to what your yes is. So we're going to talk about some ways to tap into that and be creative and be seen and all that goodness. And then just like I said, Mercury is going into Leo on the 27th. So that's also going to make our communication style want to take on this extra flair, be a little creative, a little expressive. Um, if you have something like a video you want to do on TikTok or if you want to go out and do some karaoke or if you have a creative project you're working on from then till August 11th, I want you to do it. Bring some of that bold, bodacious energy into your communications. I want you to restore your roar. I want you to also stand up for yourself. If you've been needing to set that boundary, um, you can do that with that lion's roar. I also want you to, if you like have affectionate words you want to share with someone, Leo, I'm saying all this lion energy, but Leo is also like the kitten and Leo loves love. So speaking kind words to yourself, committing to like uh, your self-love affirmations if you've gotten off track, but also telling someone else, like if you just really appreciate someone, you admire them, like Mercury and Leo is like, tell them, like infuse them with warmth, infuse them with courage, encourage them. So that's going to be your cosmic RXs for the week. I'm going to leave it there because I'm trying to keep these to 30, 35 minutes. Let me know. I love seeing how you all move through your full moon rituals. I love seeing how you move through the season. I love hearing about how these astrological archetypes are helping you and understand different parts of yourself and kind of like stretch and expand and try on like, ooh, these parts of yourself that might have been dormant up until now. So tag me at the Cosmic Rx in like your full moon rituals, charging up your crystals, maybe playing dress up. And then if you want to send me a private note, you can do it in my DMs at I am Maddie Murphy. That's M-A-D-I-M-U-R-P-H-Y. I love hearing from you. You all have sent me some really cool success stories or wins, celebrations, or, or even just challenges you're going through. I like literally, like since doing this podcast, I feel so connected to all of you. Like I feel, I always know we had a big community and I loved our social media and I loved our online community, but something about 
connected in this platform, just rambling on for 30 to 60 minutes at a time and hearing, you know, what you have to say back and hearing your interpretations and the parts that you glean and the wisdom you add to that and that extra spice you give has maybe been like, damn, we really are part of like one big soul family. Like you are picking up what I am putting down and you are taking it to the next level. And I'm here for that. Okay. So keep shining keep going on your cosmic revolution. You are cosmic AF and you are worthy of everything you can dream of and desire and more. And that's a message right from the full moon to you. Love you all. See you next week. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you want to know more about Cosmic Rx, head on over to thecosmicrx.com. And if you really love this show, I'd love it if you left a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. I super love hearing from you and reading your reviews. All right, you Cosmic Baddie, tune in next week. And until then, remember, love yourself fully, work your magic, and take no shit.